Welcome back to Idgits and Asbuts. My name's Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about season three, episode two, called The Kids Are All Right. Or they're not. <laughs> they are not all right. They're not all right. <laughs> um, we start in Cicero, Indiana. It's nighttime. A woman is waiting outside her house. A car pulls up and her daughter gets out and hugs her. A man gets out of the driver's seat and she says, thanks for bringing her back here. He says, it's not like I had a choice. She pitched a fit. Uh, The man leaves, and she says to her daughter, hey, sweetie, what's wrong? The girl says, nothing. I missed you. The mom says, okay, but tonight's your dad's night. Her daughter says, no, I don't like dad's night. I don't want dad to have a night anymore. The mom says, since when? You used to love going to your dad's house. You know, he loves you, and he misses you a lot. The kid says, but I hate it there. The mom says, you don't hate it. But the daughter, whose name is Katie, says, yes, I do. He's mean and there are monsters there. I don't want to go back. Please don't let the monsters get me. Super sketchy. Yeah. (laughs) The mom hugs her and says, okay, sweetie. But yeah, that would be concerning. Mm -hmm. Um, So we cut to the dad's house. He's in the garage doing some woodworking. Uh, It looks like he's making a rocking horse. Pretty cool looking one, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. He goes back inside the house, um, but suddenly... He hears the table saw turn on. I think that's what it's called. Power saw, table Table saw. saw. Okay. Um, So he turns it off, but as he's going back into the house, it turns on again. So he goes back over to it. He hears something right behind him, turns around, and whatever it is, pushes him backwards. So he falls onto the table saw and dies horribly. Like, ugh, yeah. so gross. I liked it. Mm -mm. (laughs) So the camera pans over to the rocking horse, which is rocking. And, like, okay, the rocking horse... Looks like it's almost happy about this. You yeah. know, like it starts rocking back really quick, like, woohoo! Because like, yeah. at that point, like, usually stuff like that happens before something sketchy happens, not afterwards. Right. It's like a, hey, something's about to happen, not like an afterwards, you know, woohoo! Yeah, you know? totally, Mm-mm. totally. So we got our opening title sequence, and then we cut to Sam on the phone with Bobby. Sam says, What do you mean you don't think it'll work? It's a demon dispelling ritual. Uh, someone knocks on the window above Sam, and it's Dean. We see that Sam is sitting down at a table in a cafe. Sam says into the phone, well, maybe we got the translation wrong. Look, we can't just let Dean fry in hell while we... Never mind, I gotta go. He hangs up the phone. Dean comes over and asks who Sam was talking to. Sam says he was just ordering a pizza. (laughs) Dean says, dude, you do realize that you're in a restaurant. Sam says, yeah, I just felt like pizza, you know? Dean says, okay, weirdy McWeirderton. <laughs> so I think I got something. Cicero, Indiana, falls on his own power saw. Dean gives Sam a newspaper with an article about the power saw dad. Sam says, and what, that's it? One power saw? And you think that this is the case? Dean says, well, I don't know. It could be. All right, there's something better in Cicero than just a case. Lisa Braden. Sam laughs and says, should I even ask? <laughs> Dean says, remember that road trip I took about eight years ago? You were in Orlando with Dad wrapping up that banshee thing. Sam says, yeah, the five states, five days. Dean says, well, kind of, although I spent most of my time in Lisa Braden's loft. (laughs) Sam says, so let me get this straight. You want to drive all the way to Cicero just to hook up with some random chick? Dean says, she was a yoga teacher. (laughs) It was the bendiest weekend of my life. Like, that's just the, one of the weirdest sentences, you know? Uh-huh. It's the bendiest weekend oh, yes. of my life. Um. <laughs> he says, come on, have a heart. It's my dying wish. Sam says, how many dying wishes are you going to get? Dean says, as many as I can squeeze out. <laughs> I mean, really, though. <laughs> yeah. Come huh? on, smile, Sam. God knows I'm going to be smiling after 24 hours with Gumby Girl. He laughs and says, Gumby Girl, does that make me pokey? <laughs> 
Yes, it does. Yep. yep. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell that, like, Jensen thought that the line was hilarious because he was just kind of like, hey, hey, yeah. hey, the whole time, you know, like, yep. like I'm going to say this line. And I think Dean would laugh, but also I'm laughing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was perfect delivery. So we cut to baby pulling up to the Cicero Pines Motel. Sam gets out of the passenger seat and Dean says, don't wait up for me, Sammy. So we cut to Dean knocking on Lisa Braden's door. She answers and recognizes him immediately. She says, Dean, wow, how long has it been? Dean says, eight going on nine years now. Crazy, right? She says, yeah, so what are you doing here? (laughs) He says, oh, I was just passing through and I couldn't resist. I remember that you love surprises. She says, yeah. <laughs> and not in a good way either. That sounds like something so... Like, I know. <laughs> it oh, does. Mm. <laughs> I love this scene because she's just like... got. The, she's got the best smile. Yeah. She looks really genuine and mm-hmm. adorable. And she is just smiling her heart out at him. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny because like... She's not she's not mad at all. It's kind of an awkward scene, but like usually mm. when you <laughs> see Dean's exes, they're a little They're not missed. very happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just looks like, wow. She's like, "Hey, how's it going? Yeah. This is weird, but hello." Yeah. Right. Uh, she says, "Yeah, Dean Winchester. Wow. Just wow." <laughs> and I mean, I think that would be like so say we all. No, I know. Yeah. Really like Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know what to do right now, but um, hey. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on smiling. Yeah. <laughs> she says, wow, I'm sorry. You kind of came at a bad time. We're having a party. Dean says, a party? Well, I love parties. So we cut to Lisa's backyard. There's balloons and kids everywhere. <laughs> Dean asks Lisa, so who's the party for? She says, Ben, my son. That's him. She points to a kid with Dean's hairstyle and... Jacket, jacket, kind of. yeah. <laughs> um, he's in a leather jacket, and he just opened a present. He says, "Yes, ACDC rules." <laughs> Dean asks, "How old?" Lisa says, eight. <laughs> she sees the mom and daughter from the beginning of the episode arrive, so Katie and her mom, and excuses herself to go greet them. Dean is eyeing Ben with concern. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. The math. Yeah, <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> so while Dean grabs some cake, there are two women. Um, a ways behind him it's kind of sitting on lawn chairs one says to the other one did you hear lisa call him dean the other says yeah why the first woman says you don't know about dean the dean (laughs) best night of my life dean the other woman says no tell me tell me more yeah the first one says oh my god so they had this crazy semi-illegal just then dean notices them staring and says hi they say hello very lecherously. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so Dean gets uncomfortable and walks away. Um, he comes across Ben, who says, what's up? To Dean. Dean says, what's up with you? A mom and her daughter walk by, and Ben and Dean both check them out. <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Dean says, so it's your birthday. Sam says, guilty. Not Sam. Ben says, Guilty. <laughs> Dean says, it's a cool party. Ben says, dude, it's so freaking sweet. And this moon bounce, it's epic. (laughs) Dean says, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Ben says, you know who else thinks they're awesome? Chicks. It's like hot chick city out there. (laughs) Like, okay, this totally seems like a mini Dean, you know? (laughs) It does, in every aspect. (laughs) They even have the same hair color. So Ben then follows the girl into the moon bounce. Uh, We cut to Lisa talking with the mom from the beginning of the episode. So Katie's mom. Um, 
And I checked. I kept looking for her name. So I finally checked IMDb. And mm-hmm. her she's listed literally as Katie's mom. Yeah. So she has no name. <laughs> Which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa asks how she's holding up because her ex-husband just died. And she says, fine. Oh, you know, I just, I'm worried about Katie. I think there might be something wrong with her. Lisa says, of course there is. The poor girl just lost her dad. She's devastated. Katie's mom says, no, that's not what I'm talking about. This is something really, there is something really wrong with her. I'm not sure that Katie is Katie. I'm not sure that's my daughter. Lisa says, I know you're grieving, but you can't talk like that. Katie needs you. Seriously, we're going to get you help. It'll be okay. Katie's mom turns away and gets Katie. She tells Katie that they're leaving. So Dean comes over to Lisa and says, hey, so I met Ben. Cool kid. You know, I couldn't help but notice that he's turning eight. You and me, you know. Lisa laughs and says, you're not trying to ask me if he's yours. Dean says, no, no, of course not. He's not, is he? (laughs) No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Yeah. (laughs) Lisa says, what? No. Then Katie and her mom walk by, and Katie is acting very weird, like holding her head stiffly and just acting kind of like a robot. Yeah. So Dean asks Lisa if there's something wrong with her friend. Lisa says she's been through a lot. Her ex just died in this horrible accident. Dean says, oh, yeah, didn't I just read about that? The power saw? Lisa says, yeah. Guess there's been a lot of bad luck in this neighborhood lately. Dean says, what kind of bad luck? And then we cut to, we cut to Sam at a diner doing some research on his laptop. Someone sits down across the table from him, and it's the blonde chick who had the demon-killing knife from the last episode. So it's Katie Cassidy. (laughs) Stalker blondie. (laughs) Yeah. She says, hello, Sam. Sam's like, you've been following me since Lincoln. She eats one of his french fries and says, not much gets by you, huh? Mmm, these are amazing. It's like deep-fried crack. Try some. (laughs) Sam says, that's... He's like, it's my food. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sam says, that knife you had, you can kill demons with that thing. She says, sure comes in handy when I have to swoop in and save the damsel in distress. The blow, man. I know. I just wanted Sam to, like, flick his hair back at that moment. What are you talking about? (laughs) Seriously. Um, Sam says, where did you get it? She says, Sky Mall. (laughs) Sam asks, why are you following me? She says, I'm interested in you. Sam's like, why? And she says, because you're tall, and I love a tall man. I mean, sure. <laughs> she says, it, yeah. right? <laughs> She says, and then there's the whole Antichrist thing. You know, generation of psychic kids, yellow-eyed demon rounds you up. Celebrity deathmatch ensues. You're the sole survivor. Sam says, how do you know about that? She says, I'm a good hunter. So Yellow Eyes had some pretty big plans for you, Sam. Sam says, had being the key word. She says, oh, yeah, that's right. Ding dong, the demon's dead. <laughs> good job with that. It doesn't change the fact that you're special and that Anthony Michael Hall ESP visions come into play. I don't know what that is. Anthony Michael Hall, I feel like that's the actor that was in a Stephen King movie called The Dark Half, which I don't know if that's what it's from or not. I'm going to look that up Do right it. now. <laughs> Do it, because that's what, that's what popped into my head, but I don't even know if that's the name of that actor. Yeah, it's the name of an actor. Let's see. Um, but I mean, I don't know if that's the, the right actor I'm thinking of. This one. Oh, yeah, it is. Does it say, what, is it from, like, The Dead Zone? Or? Movies and TV shows, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Edward Scissorhands, National Lampoon's Vacation, The Dark Knight. What about ESP? Um, let's see. Dead Zone, Psych, Johnny B. Good, War Machine, Pirates of Silicon Valley. So it must be a Dead Zone reference, because none of those other ones have ESP. I mean, I guess I can't really remember Edward Scissorhands. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Um... 
trying to get like go so what was the one that you were looking for the dead zone dead zone you said it oh i did yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know i just uh-uh. keep going yeah that's okay <laughs> scrolling along looking for it so i guess i got that reference but i'm not positive i still feel a little iffy about it but anyways okay um i didn't say oh yes i did i was like i didn't say dead zone yes i did. totally said it i went back up and i was like what okay <laughs> Anyways, now that I've thoroughly confused myself. (laughs) It's fine. So Sam says, no, that stuff's not happening anymore. Not since Yellow Eyes died. She says, well, I'm thinking you're still a pretty big deal. I mean, after all that business with your mom. Sam says, what about my mom? She says, you know, what happened to her friends? You talking about my mama? Yeah. What do you know about my mama? She says, you don't know. You've got a little bit of catching up to do, my friend. So why don't you look into your mom's pals and then give me a call and we'll talk again. As she says this, she writes her phone number on Sam's hand, (laughs) which I liked. Mm -hmm. Um, She gets up to leave and says, and by the way, you do know there's a job in this town, right? She leaves and Sam's phone rings. It's Dean, who's in baby. Dean says, dude, there is a job here. Sam's like, really? Dean tells him um, about Katie's dad's accident and that there's four more accidents that never made the papers, all in the Morning Hill gated community where Lisa and Ben live. He says uh, people falling off ladders and drowning in their jacuzzis all over the neighborhood. Sam says, that is weird. Dean says, yeah, something's up. Something these nice big gates can't protect them from. So we cut to Katie's mom waking up from a nap on the couch. She fell asleep reading The Historian, which is a great book, by the way. Oh, I didn't even look at the book. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good book. Um, So Katie is sitting by her watching intently, which is super creepy. Katie's on gas when she sees her and says, Katie, what are you doing? Katie says, play with me, mommy. The mom says, sure, yeah, let's play. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Katie says, oh, good. I love you, mommy. She hugs her mom, who says she loves her, too. Then she looks in a mirror on the wall and sees that in the reflection, Katie's skin is all mottled and gray and slimy looking. So she pulls away from Katie, but her skin looks normal again. I don't like it. (laughs) Katie's mom must think that she's totally losing her mind. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh (laughs) I would. (laughs) Yeah, for real. So we cut to Sam talking to uh, one of the dead victim's wives. Sam is pretending to be an insurance agent. The whole time they're talking, the wife's daughter is glaring at Sam through a window. Um, The mom shows Sam where her husband fell out of the window. Nearby are weird red marks on the house. Um, So they say goodbye, and when the mom turns around on her neck, Sam sees a red wound. It's kind of like a, it looks like a suction cup bruise. Yeah. Honestly, with like little pinpoints around it, like little (laughs) teeth marks. Looks slightly like a cupping mark. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It totally does. Um, we cut back to Katie's mom making a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, the back of her neck starts to hurt, so she gives Katie the food, tells her to eat it, and that she'll be right back. And she goes into the bathroom to see what is on the back of her neck. Then Katie starts banging on the door and trying to get in. Katie's mom keeps saying, just a second, while she looks in the mirror at the same neck wound the other mom had. So Katie is still banging on the door, yelling, what are you doing? Let me in! Like... Super okay. It's creepy. I would get it if she was like three or four. Yeah. You know, because like, hey, you can't be alone. Mm-hmm. You'll never pee alone again. You know. Right. That's exactly <laughs> Versus right. Versus like, you know, a kid that's way older, probably like ten or so. Yeah. That like knows better. You know. Yeah. She is <laughs> just, just like going crazy. <laughs> it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the doorbell rings and Katie goes silent. It's a real tea, a real tea woman. That's hard to say. 
um, at the door with some baked goods. She wants to know if they're planning on selling the house. So Katie's mom gets rid of her, and Katie starts demanding ice cream. I'm like, what a terrible thing. Like, oh, by the way, your ex-husband just died, so you plan on moving? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, you know, she like, was not Where's the subtle. connection there? Right. <laughs> um, so we cut back to Dean. He's about to get into baby when he sees Ben looking bummed on a park bench. Dean says, hey, and Ben says, hey, you were at my party. Dean introduces himself and sits next to him. Dean asks, everything okay? Something wrong? Ben shrugs, and Dean notices he's holding an empty electronics case. There's four boys huddled together nearby playing with something. Dean asks, is that your game they're playing with? Ben says, Ryan Humphrey borrowed it, and now he won't give it back. Dean says, well, you want me to go? But Ben says, no, don't go over there. Only bitches send a (laughs) grown-up. Ben is an awesome kid. Ben is awesome. I love Ben. Um, Dean says, well, you're not wrong. Ben says, and I'm not a bitch. (laughs) Dean says, is that Humphrey? The one that needs to lay off the burgers? Ben nods. So we cut to Ben uh, clearing his throat behind the boys. They don't react. And Ben looks back at Dean, who gives him a thumbs up. Like, go for it, kid. Yeah. Ben says, Ryan. Ryan turns around and while the... Ryan turns around (laughs) while the other boys smirk. Ben says, I'd like my game back, please. Ryan says, fine, take it back. Ben goes to turn away, and Ryan says to the other boys, see, told you guys he was a... Then Ben knees him in the junk. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Turns around, like, wound up for it. Yeah. Like, swung into it. (laughs) Yeah, it was perfect. Um, Dean looks impressed. So Ben takes his game back and says, thanks. Thanks, man. Ben goes back to Dean and says, dude, that was awesome. (laughs) They high five. Then suddenly Lisa is there. She says, Benjamin Isaac Braden, what's gotten into you? Ben says, he stole my game. Lisa says, so you kick him? Since when is... She looks at Dean, who looks very guilty. (laughs) She says, did you tell my son to beat up that kid? Dean says, what? Somebody had to teach him uh, how to... Sorry. He says, where am I? Uh, Somebody had to teach him how to kick the bully in the nads. Lisa says, who asked you to teach him anything? Dean says, just relax. Lisa says, what are you even still doing here? We had one weekend together a million years ago. You don't know me. You have no business with my son. Just leave us alone. She grabs Ben and they start to walk away. But then Ben runs back to Dean and gives him a hug and says, thanks. Oh, it was so cute. I love that kid. And and Dean, Ben, I can't even think of his name. (laughs) And Dennis. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dean looks very moved by this hug, so I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. He um, likes him. You can tell he likes Ben. Yeah. How do you not like Ben? I know, right? <laughs> so then Dean notices three kids standing very still watching him. Super creepy. Like a neighborhood full of creepy kids. Yeah, like little robot kids. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Katie and her mom. Katie is hugging her and saying, I love you the most in the whole wide world, mommy, as her mom buckles her into a car seat. Then she gets in the driver's seat and looks at her daughter in the rear view mirror. Katie looks like a burnt like lamprey mouthed creepy ass. <laughs> right? The yeah. lamprey mouth? Ah, yeah. <laughs> terrify me. That's what these kids look like. Have you ever seen a picture of a tapeworm? Yes, I have, like and, and I am not okay. <laughs> it always kind of slightly reminds me of that, too. Yeah. Mm, nope. Tapeworms are just... They just latch on and don't let go. They're just the worst. Imagine pooping that out. Like. Oh, God. Oh, I, no. I read somewhere. This is probably not even true, but the, like, in 
areas where they can't get the medicine, Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is to sit in a bathtub of warm milk and it will come out your brown eye. (laughs) (laughs) So like I also heard if you if you put a fish in front of your face, a dead fish, it'll come out your mouth. What? It'll smell it and come out to get eat it. There's no way it could smell it through there. You'd have to like breathe it in, so, like yeah. have your mouth open and like, <laughs> yeah. and, like breathe it in. I mean, what, which would you rather do though? Like warm bathtub full of milk or like dead fish to the face? Like what hole do you want it coming out of? My butt. Yeah, same. <laughs> Not my mouth. I don't want it coming out that. Ugh. But here's the thing: is that I don't think it would. I mean, it it might detach and just like come out, but like it's not like an animal or a creature where it could like wriggle it's just a parasite that like that can latches get to on be and like then, huge oh yeah no it can yeah it goes through your whole i mean it could latch on in your stomach and go through your entire intestine yeah you know like which is a long mm-hmm. yeah i don't feel good <laughs> uh, like, i do not I feel good as you're like pulling at your eyelids <laughs> i don't feel good i don't like it at all <laughs> So that is what these kids remind me of. Mm-hmm. Tapeworms. <laughs> yeah, tapeworms. God damn it. Ew. So her mom turns around, but Katie looks normal again. Katie says, what's wrong, mommy? Katie's mom says, nothing, sweetie. Katie asks, are we going for ice cream now? And her mom says, yep, and starts the car. So we cut to her mom parking at a boat ramp of like a lake or river. Uh, she has her windows down. She turns off the car, puts it in drive, takes the e-brake off, and gets out of the car. Katie watches her the whole time while the car rolls under the water and like the kid is not concerned no she's just no staring nothing at her. she's just like okay like, I, yeah that was a hard scene to watch for me yeah like first of all not the way to deal with your problem no try something else first Dude, other than just try immediately go to murder anything else yeah. yeah don't immediately go to murder on the first you right. know like, and like also, she must have been really terrified to go that far. You yeah. know, like, yeah, pure freaked out. You know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. God. Mm-mm. So we cut to Katie's mom getting home. She is totally freaking out and crying. But then she finds Katie dripping wet and sitting on a kitchen stool. What? She says, hi, mommy. Can I have my ice cream now? Like, and the thing is, I think the thing that weirds me out the most about all these, like, kids are that... They're way too calm. They are. Well, you know? well I mean, like, Katie just freaks so out when she's banging on the door. Blank. Well, I mean, other than that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you never see that, though. That's right, the thing. You, you don't it. see them freaking out. You only hear them freaking out. But every time you see them, they're just, like, total dead face. Right. You know? Right. Ooh, me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. We cut to Sam doing research on his computer in their motel room. Dean walks in and says, something's wrong with the kids in this town. Sam says, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> so what do you know about changelings? Dean says, evil monster babies. <laughs> Sam says, no, not necessarily babies. Dean says, they're kids. Creepy. Stare at you like your lunch. Kids. Sam says, yeah, there's one at every victim's house. So changelings can perfectly mimic children. According to the lore, they climb in the window, snatch the kid. There were marks on the windowsill at one of the kids' houses. Look to me like blood. Dean says, so the changeling grabs a kid, assumes its fo- assumes its form, that sounds funny, mm-hmm. uh, joins the happy family just for kids, 
Uh, that didn't make sense. Kicks. Just for kicks. There you go. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's gonna be. Yeah, just, I'm like, wait, wait. Yep, that says kicks. Um, Sam says, not quite. Changeling's feed on the mom. Synovial fluid? Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Uh, the moms have these odd bruises on the back of their necks. Changelings can drain them for a few weeks before mom finally croaks. Dean says, and then there's dad and the babysitter. Sam says, seems like anyone who gets between the changeling's food source ends up dead. Dean says, and fire is the only way to waste them. Sam says, yep. (laughs) Dean says, great. We'll just bust in, drag the kid out, torch them on the front lawn. That'll play great with the neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Literally kill it with fire. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, What about the real ones? What happens to them? Sam says, according to lore, they stash them underground somewhere. Now, I don't know why, but if it's true, the real kids might still be out there somewhere. Dean says, we better start looking. So any kid in the neighborhood is vulnerable? we got to make a stop. I want to check on someone. <clears throat> so we cut to Katie's house. Mom is asleep in bed, and we see that she has taken some pl- sleeping pills. And I can't really blame her. But also, to <coughs> me, I would be more terrified to take sleeping pills, mm-hmm. because then you won't wake up if something sketchy is going down. I think in her mind, she thinks she's just going crazy now at this point. Or she's just accepted... I'm going to die yeah. because something sketchy is going on. I'm going to die, and I don't want to know when it happens. Yeah, like. I just want to be asleep. Yeah. So Katie comes up to her face. Okay, Katie comes up, and her face changes to a burnt-looking, nosy, noseless nosy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nosy little bug. <laughs> yeah. She's like noseless and, you know, tapeworm mouth. <laughs> so... A tapeworm with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Katie bites down on the bruise on the back of her mom's neck. So back with Dean, Sam says, Dean, if the real kids are still alive, we don't have time. Dean says, we have to. So we cut to Dean knocking on Lisa's door. She answers and does not look happy to see him. He says, I was thinking Ben's birthday. I didn't bring him a present. She says, that's okay. But he says, no, I feel terrible. So here, he holds out a credit card and says, take a long weekend, just the two of you, on me. I hear Six Flags is great this time of the year. Go now, avoid the traffic. Lisa reads the name on the card. It's Siegfried Houdini. <laughs> she says, whose card is this? He says, mine. Never mind. It'll work. I promise. <laughs> she gives the card back and says, you should leave. Then Ben comes over and creepily says, mommy, what's wrong? <laughs> Lisa says, nothing. Oh, no. Dean says, nothing, Ben. It's cool. Ben says, make him go away, mommy. Lisa says, you heard him. Get out. Dean says, Lisa, I don't think this is a good idea. And she yells, get out and shuts the door on him. So Dean does the weird thing and starts watching him, watching them through the windows. Uh, he finds red stuff on the side of the house. He goes back over to Sam in the car and says, they took Ben. He's changed. Sam's like, what? Are you sure? And Dean says, yeah, I'm sure. I checked the windowsill. I don't think it's blood. I think I know where the kids are. So we cut to baby pulling up to a house in the neighborhood that's still under construction. There's a pile of red dirt on the front lawn. Sam says, that's what was on the windows. Dean tells him to take the front while he goes around the back. So they both search the house, and Dean's in the, Dean ends up in the basement. He finds Ben locked up in a cage, um, and Ben is surprisingly calm. Upstairs, Sam is confronted by the realty lady. She says, what do you think you're doing? Sam sees her reflection in a windowpane, and she is totally a changeling. So she, sa- she says, this is private property. I'm calling the police. You heard me. Get out. Sam says, just let me get my bag. I'm going. I don't mean to cause any trouble. 
Then he grabs his flamethrower <laughs> and tries to torture her, but she gets away. The mother of the monsters. <laughs> That's right. So down in the basement, we see that all the kids and the real realty lady are caged up. She looking rough, too. Yeah, she's not all like, right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, that, changes, that changeling's been sucking on her. Like, yeah. what? Or, well, yeah, because I wonder if it's feeding off of her or from... Or the kids, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, like, I mean, obviously the realty ladies or the realtor lady's got to, like, go back to her house, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. So, like... yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we cut back to Lisa with Changeling Ben. He says, Mommy, play with me. She says, This isn't funny anymore. I put you to bed three times already. <laughs> like, stop it, dude. I know. <laughs> he says, I don't want to go to bed. I want to be with you, Mommy. She says, That's sweet, hon. Uh, he says he wants some food, so she gets up to make some, but then sees his Changeling reflection in the glass coffee table. We cut back to Dean, who frees Ben. Uh, then they work together to free the other children, which was so cute to see Ben, like, helping out and taking charge. And, I'm doing this! Yeah. So Dean has to break a window so the kids can get through, but then there's broken glass everywhere. So Ben takes off his jacket and says, here, use this. Sam comes running into the room and says, hey, Dean, there's a mother. Dean says, a mother changeling? Sam says, yeah, we got to get these kids out quick. Dean says, I guess that's why the changelings are keeping these kids alive, so the mom can snack on them. Uh, they are. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the changeling mother is there. Uh, we cut back to Lisa um, and changeling Ben says, what's wrong, mommy? Lisa says, you're not my son. He says, yes, I am. Lisa says, where's Ben? He says, I'm Ben. I love you, mommy. Lisa grabs her car keys and runs out of the house, but there are three kids blocking her way. <laughs> Sketchy. It's like a little like gang of muggers. You yeah, know? it <laughs> like, is. Yeah. There's that. We're going to take you down. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes back inside. Ben says, they don't want you to leave me, Mommy. We cut to Katie's mom hiding in her bathroom again, crying, while Katie bangs on the door and yells, let me in, over and over. So creepy. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Sam and Dean, both getting their asses kicked by the changeling mother. Sam finally blow tortures her, and she flakes away into ash. It was is, like a weird... It was really quick. I know. It was strange. You would think she'd like catch on fire and then disappear, or like dissolve into ash or something yeah, like that. Like, it was just kind of like a... I was like a know, poof. Like, yeah. Just kind of blew her away. That was it. Right. <laughs> um, then all the changeling kids flake away into ash as well. So that was an easy way to get rid of them all. I know, That's right? an easy way to not have to film setting a kid on fire. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> all you see... I mean, you don't even see it. You just see, like, the light from the fire, like, right. underneath yeah, the door. Really yeah, they Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to the morning. Sam and Dean drive Ben home, and Lisa comes outside to meet them. Lisa and Ben hug, and Lisa asks Dean, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Dean says, I'll explain everything to you if you want me to, but trust me, you probably don't. (laughs) The important thing is that Ben is safe. Lisa says thank you and hugs Dean. Sam says, I'm going to give you guys some time. So he stays outside while Lisa, Ben, and Dean go into the house. Um, Some time later, inside the house, Lisa says, changelings? Dean says, you know how I never mentioned my job. This is my job. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Lisa says, I so didn't want to know that. Do you think he'll be okay? Dean says, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Okay, seriously, you're 100% sure that he's not mine, right? 
because he's like rocking out with his little like headphones. Yeah. yeah. Lisa <laughs> says, you're off the hook. I did a blood test when he was a baby. There was this guy, some bar back and a biker joint. What? I had a type. Leather jacket, couple of scars, no mailing address. I was there. <laughs> Guess I was a little wild back then before I became a mom. So yeah, you can relax. Dean says good, but he looks kind of sad. He likes Ben. I think he wanted, secretly, he wanted Ben to be his kid. He did. Because he was like, this kid's awesome. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Lisa says, I swear you look disappointed. Dean says, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, you know, your life. I mean, this house and kid, it's not my life. Never will be. Some stuff happened to me recently. And uh, anyway, a guy in my situation, you start to think, you know, I'm going to be gone one day. And what am I leaving behind besides a car? Lisa says, I don't know. Ben may not be your kid, but he wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for you. That's a lot if you ask me. Dean goes to leave, but turns around and says, you know, just for the record, you got a great kid. I would have been proud to be his dad. Oh, oh I totally cried. <laughs> I totally cried right then. It's like, just adopt him then. <laughs> I know. It was just so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. So Lisa kisses him and says, look, if you want to stick around for a while, you're welcome to stay. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> <laughs> we can get bendy. <laughs> <laughs> was that too far? <laughs> I, my mind immediately went to the benders. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not good. That is like, ew. That is not good. <laughs> no. Not what I meant. Um, but Dean says, I can't. I got a lot of work to do, and it's not my life. So they smile at each other, and he leaves. So I just want to say real quick, <laughs> I think that Ben really is Dean's son. I know there's a lot of debate in the fandom yeah. whether he is or isn't. I think he is. Yeah. I think... He is, I mean, I know that Lisa was like, oh, I did blood tests, blah, 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 but she seemed a little bit too, like, flippant, like, just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever, about the whole thing, just trying to, like, throw him off. Right. I don't know. Like, to me, granted, it could just be because of all the similarities. Right, right. And, you know, it's totally fine for a kid to, like, the ACDC and all that sort of stuff, like... He did, like, some of the same mannerisms or whatever. Like, that you find people that, you know, you're friends with or whatever that have some similarities that right. way. You know, so it's not like it's that far of a stretch. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's trying to, like, just make him feel better. That's and just what be I think like, so too. Oh, it's fine. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah, I got the blood test. But, we'll, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, trying to, okay, dude, forget about it, you know. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I think she's lying. Because, like, why else would she want him to be around? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Other than, I mean, obviously, <laughs> look at him. I would <laughs> want him around. But, like, if you're, I, I don't know, with the kid and all that, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, here, get to know him. You know, like, come hang out with us. Yeah. Sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I- torn. I could believe either one. Yeah. That's where here. I'm at. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to say... I think this. I think that Ben is his son, mm-hmm. for sure. I think that. Yeah. I could see a million ways that he's not, but yeah. but mm-hmm. I just think I think he is. Yeah, I'm kind of like on the. I think he is, but I, like I can see a million ways in both directions. Right. You know, it's like there's ways mm-hmm. why he would be, and there's ways why he wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So we cut to Sam making some phone calls in his motel room. He's looking into the info that uh, Katie Cassidy gave him. Uh, We cut to Sam talking to Katie Cassidy. Sam says, they're dead, all of them. All of my mom's friends, her doctor, her uncle, everyone who ever knew her, systematically wiped off the map one at a time. Uh, Someone went through a hell of a lot of trouble trying to cover their tracks. Katie Cassidy says, yep, the yellow-eyed demon. Sam says, so what's your deal? You show up wherever I am. You know all about me. You know all about my mom. She says, I already told you. Sam says, oh, right, yeah, just a hunter. Just some hunter who happens to know more about my own family than I do. (laughs) Just tell me who you are. She says, it doesn't matter. But he gets in her face and yells, tell me who you are. (laughs) But it does matter. (laughs) She says, fine. And she blinks and her eyes are demon black. Salmon grabs his bag, but she says, think twice. <laughs> Salmon? <laughs> Salmon grabs his bag. <laughs> Salmon. <laughs> He's a big fish. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Is that weird? No, I love smoked salmon. Oh, my God, you I do. immediately went to smoked salmon right there. So good. I want, like, salmon sushi. Like seared, I love... like seared salmon sushi. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Okay, listen. My favorite type of raw fish is salmon. Mm-hmm. By far. Like, tuna is really good, too. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about salmon that's just so good. Mm-hmm. I like... I mean, that's my favorite fish. Yeah. Easy. Like, mm-hmm. baked, grilled, sushi you know? Like, yeah, same. Any of it. I love that stuff. I want some sushi so bad right that now. sounds good. Damn it. Too <laughs> bad it's one in the morning. <laughs> 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Ta-da. No sushi is open right now. Nope. Yep. <clears throat> Except for the sketchy Safeway stuff. <laughs> That's, I mean, we all eat it sometimes, don't we? I've eaten it, but I don't think I've ever seen salmon. It's I, don't, usually I don't know if I have crab. Yeah, same. It's usually fake crab. I don't think I've had it. Safeways. I've had Fred Meyers. It's the same stuff. Oh, okay. It's literally like the same brand and everything, okay. which I think is ridiculous. Like, oh. it's the same thing. I thought they made it there. They do, I think. But, like, I have... It, it was interesting. At one point, I think... Chris got some from either safe. No, I think it was Fred Meyer because he's mm-hmm. like, well, Fred Meyer's is better. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing because mm-hmm. they both look exactly the same. You know, mm-hmm. they make it the same way. And then, you know, so he had that. And then the next day I was like, OK, I kind of want, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go to Trappers. Like right. I'm just going to go get Safeway Sushi. And I was looking at it and it's literally all the same exact options. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, it looks the same. The packaging is basically the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's Weird. the same. Okay. Yeah. So Salmon grabs his bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> Sam grabs his bag. But she says, think twice before going for that holy water. Mm-hmm. He says, just give me one good reason why I should. And he's, like, worked up and, like, little fiery sassy pants. Like, yeah. Give me one good reason. Right. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <It's> like, okay. <laughs> She says, I'm here to help you, Sam. He says, is that some kind of joke? She says, God's honest truth or whatever. (laughs) Sam says, you're a demon. She says, don't be such a racist. (laughs) I'm here because I want to help you. And I can if you trust me. Sam says, trust you? Start talking. All those murders. What was the demon trying to cover up? She says, I don't know. Sam says, what happened to my mother? 
She says, I honestly don't know. That's what I'm trying to find out. All I know is that it's about you. Don't you get it, Sam? It's all about you. What happened to your mom? What happened to her friends? They're trying to cover up what he did to you. And I just want to help you figure it out. She says, he says, (laughs) Sam says, (laughs) Sam says, why would you want to help me? She says, I have my reasons. Not all demons are the same, Sam. Not all of us want the same thing. Me? I want to help you from time to time. That's all. And if you let me, there's something in it for you. Sam says, what could you possibly? (laughs) She says, I can help you save your brother. And credits. Like, okay. It's... It's a little bit strange from what we've seen of demons so far. To have them be like, oh, I want to help you. Yeah. Don't trust them. You know, I just... Don't right. do it. Right, 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 right. But, yeah, okay, my thoughts. <laughs> yes. So, like, okay, dude, power tools don't just, like, turn themselves on like that. Yeah. Instead of just flipping the switch, unplug the stupid thing. That way, if it starts running, you know, to just stay away from it. Right, you know? like, exactly. Don't go for it. Yeah, he kept <laughs> looking around the garage to figure, to see whoever he thought was turning it on. So he didn't think it was turning on by itself. He thought no. somebody was doing it. Yeah, I mean, that too, but still. Yeah. Like, unplug it. Just unplug it. Then whoever is, like, turning it on would have to then plug it back in to turn it back on. Right. Like, and you would notice. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, anyways. Um, also, my other thought, totally random. So when it shows Sam doing, like, like, he's writing and doing research and stuff. He holds the pen really weird. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Like, he doesn't hold it like a normal... He, like, holds it with his two... With two fingers? Like, with two fingers instead of one. So, like, normally you kind of, like, have your pointer finger and your thumb, and then it rests on your middle finger. Mm-hmm. He He's, like, holding it with his pointer finger and his middle finger and his thumb, and, like, it's not really resting on anything, but he's just, like, writing, weird. like, holding it mm-hmm. up, like pinching it that way instead of, like, resting it and kind of, like, moving it. Mm-hmm. I just Weird. thought it was strange. It was one of those, like, whoa yeah. <laughs> moments for me. I hold I my why. pen wrong. I hold it like this. Yeah. That's how I write, which... Oh, you write with your... That's interesting. I don't... Can I even hold it that way? You, like, hold it with your middle finger mm-hmm. somehow. I can't even hold the pen that way. I, I, I mean, to... I can write like this, but I don't. I, this is just, like, how I learn. I mean, I, everyone told me my whole life that I was doing it wrong, but I've yeah. already been doing it. Yeah. So long than the switch. I mean, I don't know if, like, what the right way is. This is the right way. You do it the right way. Oh. I feel like, though, when I was in school, I would get a lot of, like, I would get a callus on my middle finger, and it would hurt. It would get raw if I, like, wrote too much. Mm -hmm. So there's got to, I mean, there's got to be a better way than, like, the correct looking way to do it. You know, like, I guess this is probably more, because you're not having to really hold the pen. It just, like, sits there, and then you just move it, Mm -hmm. versus, like, having to, like, pinch it somehow and, like, hold it that way. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> and I digress. Yes. But anyways, um, so what was your favorite moment from this episode? Oh, um, I got to say probably um, probably Dean getting a piece of cake while those two women were sitting in those chairs behind him and being like, <laughs> 
they did elite, like semi illegal stuff. And, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah, and then Dean like kind of catching them, and then just being like, "Hello." <laughs> I thought he looked more awkward than like he's just like, eh. yeah, hi. You yeah, know, and like, he like he was like, "I'm gonna go," and he went in one direction, and was like, "Nope," and turned the other way. Like, I'm gonna go. Nope, nope, this way. This yeah, is where I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. It was a cute. Yeah, yeah. What was yours? I did like that moment. Um. So my favorite moment <laughs> was Sam or Sam, sorry, Dean, um, talking about how Lisa was Gumby Girl. <laughs> Does that make me pokey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of funny. That like, was pretty great. I mean, I don't know, just how he like not the line itself, but just how Jensen said it and how he was kind of like he he he. he. Yeah. Like you could tell it wasn't him acting. It was like he legitimately thought that was funny. Yeah. You know, like, this is a great line. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's pretty much. And also, I this isn't really a moment, mm-hmm. but um, I just like Dean and Ben's interactions. Yeah. Like me too. I think they're just. They're great, you know. Like, they were great. Ben is an awesome kid, and Dean is clearly enthralled with Ben. He's just like, this kid is legit, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so. I loved when Ben was like, "There are a bunch of hot chicks here." Yeah, that's super yeah. cute. It's like, he's like, "Dude, the babes," you know. Like, yeah, and then he follows one into the bouncy house. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, ladies." Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> Um, so the interesting facts for this episode, um, it's named after a song by The Who. I did not know um, that. Which, I feel like, I, I, I know the name, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I, I'm sure I probably know some of the songs and just, like, don't know that I know them sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so... When Sam is trying to find out about Mary's friends, he asks about a Robert Campbell who died on the 19th of July, 2001, and July 19th is Jared Padalecki's birthday. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if they did that on purpose or not, but, you know. (laughs) Um, Annette is reading The Historian. Yeah, the book, The Historian. So that's, that's her name, is Annette. Katie's mom is Annette. Oh, that's so funny. They never say it at any point, and yeah. in, in this, it's she's not listed as it. Yeah. You know, I think anybody can write these facts. This is true on here, just like like Wikipedia. Well, so. now she's got a name. It may not be the right name, right. but she's got a name. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so she's reading the Historian by Elizabeth Kostova, a novel that riffs on the story of Dracula. Mm-hmm. I read that book, and I don't remember funny. anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. It, I've even really heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Dean says, Gumby Girl, does that make me pokey? He's referring to the title character and his trusty sidekick from the 1950s slash 60s TV claymation show Gumby. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I've seen. I don't think I've actually watched any. Like, to be honest. Bits and like little clips from it. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever really seen an episode. Maybe. Yeah. But. Um, I, like, I know of Gumby and Pokey. I don't know mm-hmm. really much other than that. But um, So this episode is similar in name to an episode of Dark Angel um, from 2000 in which Jensen Ackles also was a recurring character. 
Um, also, the name of Dean's son in this episode, quote-unquote son, in this episode is the name of character Jensen Ackles played in season one of Dark Angel. Hmm. So, <laughs> whoever wrote this one is clearly of the same mindset as we are. Like, they are! <laughs> that is his son. <laughs> Dean, you are the father. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam states that changelings feed on synovial fluid from the mothers and that they always feed on the back of the neck. Synovial fluid is a type of fluid found only in the spaces between joints. It acts as a form of shock absorption um, and it helps lubricate and also helps remove waste from the joint space. Uh, All humans have synovial fluid, not just women, and there's very little in the cervical vertebra, which... I mean, I don't know why, I mean, the neck, I guess, is one of those, like, ooh, it's dramatic, let's go for the neck, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, the majority of synovial fluid is found in larger joints such as elbows and knees, so there might be other reasons as to why these creatures only feed on the mothers and only on the back of the neck. Hmm. Probably because women, generally, not all the time, have long hair, mm-hmm. and it can be covered, so they're covering yeah. their tracks, you know? Like, that makes sense. if a woman has that on her neck, she's not going to put her hair up on a ponytail and show the world, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's... I don't know. That's right. I mean, I can get it if it's for that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, So the reflections of the changelings in this story appear to be heavily inspired by a creature from a Star Trek episode called The Man Trap, which is season one, episode one. Uh, The big difference, the creature in Star Trek fed on salt, whereas the changelings in the episode fed on body fluids. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. Um, the Cicero Pines Motel location has been used many times throughout the show's seasons. Uh, used, it's used in season one, episode 17, season two, episode three, as well as season 12, episode eight. Um, it has had many different names in the different episodes and is a major remodel on on the exterior for its appearance in season. Oh, so it had a remodel for season 12. Mm -hmm. Um, the giveaway is the pyramid shapes over the front doors or the wooden beams protruding from overhead. Hmm. Um, those were covered though in the remodel. I see. Um, so when Sam tells Blondie that yellow eyes is gone, uh, she said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Ding dong. The demon's dead, which is referring to the wizard of Oz. That's right. 1939. Holy cow. That's crazy. It was that long ago. Yeah. It seems like it wasn't that long. I mean, to be fair, it was the first movie to have color. Right. Like, which I think that's kind of cool, like, how they did that. They're like, this is going to be the first movie with color. We're going to start off in black and white and then wow you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not just, like, starting off with right, color. Right, exactly. Like, makes it more of, like, a buildup. Yeah. Um, and then this is also the introduction of Lisa and Ben. Um, the... How many? I mean, they're in a few episodes. They're in quite a few episodes. I yeah. gotta say, like, the actress who plays Lisa, um, she does not do the conventions because she was getting so much, like, hate yeah. from other, from the fandom, which is crazy. I yeah. love Lisa. Yeah. I love her. She's, she's perfect, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I love her character, and mm-hmm. I think she, like, plays it really well. Yeah. Like, plays lisa very well yeah i mean we'll get more lisa much later yeah um but i just yeah. i just think it's rubbish that anyone would give them give you know other character other actors hate like, yeah and it's them. like dude it's a tv show it's not real you know like, yeah you can't hate a person for a show or for a character that they play to be fair though that also means that they're playing it well yeah. You know, like, in Game of Thrones, Joffrey, like, mm-hmm. people hate that guy. Yeah. Because he plays such this, like, 
evil, just mm-hmm. obnoxious little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw like a bit of an interview by whoever it, I don't know what his name is that plays Joffrey, and he was like, "Yeah, it's kind of like." I almost kind of screwed myself over because, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody hates me. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody hates me. Is it Alfie? Alfie Allen? Isn't that I his don't name? Know. I have no idea. Okay, he's he's Lily Allen's. I think that's her name. She's like a uh, English like musician. Yeah. Um, and I have I have her first album. I think that's her name, Lily Allen. And she, um, I think I read an interview once where she said she was um, offered a role on the show, mm-hmm. but the character that she would play would end up having to make out with her brother, and she was just like, nope. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, I thought you were talking about the actor's mom, jo- so it was no, her his sister. sister. His okay. sister, yeah. I, thought, I, I got confused. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and she was yeah. like, I'm not doing that. Like, nope. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> That's right. just... No. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> no thanks. But like, fitting for the show. <laughs> like, I love my brother, but hell no. <laughs> Not even a freaking thing. No. Right. Nope. Right. Nope. 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 Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> um, so our research for this week is from Ranker. <laughs> Go Ranker. Yep. Um, it's 10 telltale signs that a changeling has replaced your child. <laughs> oh, good. I need to know this. <laughs> I know, right? Just in yeah. case. <laughs> so it says, changeling stories have existed for ages. According to legends, a changeling is a fairy child left in a human child's place as the human is whisked away. These changeling children were reportedly sickly, mischievous, or aggressive children who needed to be left out in the wilderness or even tortured in order to get the real child back. That means that true stories of changelings, or those stories that were believed to be true, often resulted in the death or mistreatment of a child. Oh, my God. Because um, it's, I mean, it, when I was looking up kind of the background of this, it's like an Irish fairy mm-hmm. is generally, like, what a changeling is. Mm-hmm. And they swap places with children. Um so, what may have started as a means to explain sickly or misbehaving children became a real concern. Signs your child is a changeling vary from legend to legend, but typically include strange behaviors or illnesses. When we look at changeling signs today, we encounter superstitions and misunderstandings of conditions such as autism. But for the people who lived in this particular time period, these concerns are very real and worthy of investigation. Ugh, that's um, awful. Yeah. So, the first one is your baby has unusual features or birthmarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, we know a great deal more about birthmarks and disabilities than we did in the days when changeling stories were considered true, and disfigurement could mean a death sentence. Um, physical deformation was... Deformation? Deformation? I'm not sure. That just sounded... I don't know. It sounded weird to me. Maybe I was right. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, was often reason enough to believe that a child was a changeling, uh, as is shown in the story Maiden Without Hands. Unfortunately, this meant that children who did not look the way the parents wanted to them, or wanted them to were suspected to be changelings, and the ways that these parents tried to get re- their real children back were often cruel. In light of what we know today, children who may- might have been seen as changelings could have been had conditions such as Down syndrome or spina bifida, making stories of the abusive treatment of children thought to be changelings all the more horrifying. Oh, um, this is like... Just not what I was expecting. Yeah. This is sad. (laughs) Um, The next one is your child has an aversion to iron. Okay. (laughs) One way to tell. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
Iron has been long recognized as being anti-magic, including for fairies. Some stories suggested that desperate parents leave iron shears open in the crib to get rid of a changeling in a sort of double whammy effect. Not only would the iron repel a family, but shears off or but shears left open would often form a cross. Uh, okay, just put these sharp ass <laughs> I know, right? Knives <laughs> crossed in your baby's crib. That's Leave them open so that way just in case they roll over and their skin gets pinched, they cut themselves. It's oh fine. Oh my Whatever. god. Yeah, no. Totally different than now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is horrible. I know, right? Um, oh. That's, of course, ignoring the fact that open shears are a hazard, particularly well, to the young children who are far more likely to be in a crib than a fairy. Um, your child is left-handed. <laughs> okay. Clearly they're a changeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, we live in a right-handed world with left-handed people being somewhat suspect, suspect to a large majority of... What? To a large majority of the population. That didn't... Did that make sense to you? I think so. Okay. (laughs) In the time of changeling stories, however, that stigma was even worse. Because left-handedness is uncommon, only around 10% of the population is left-hand dominant, it was often considered to be yet another sign of a changeling child. (laughs) It's like, Hmm. she's a witch! Like, really, this is what this is sounding like. (laughs) Exactly. Um... Like the various medical conditions that may cause a parent to believe that their child is a changeling, left-handedness likely led to terrible consequences for the child, including torture, drowning, or poisoning in an attempt to get the human child back. Oh, my God. Um, the next sign is that you have a sudden string of bad luck. Uh, between a changeling's negative traits and the fact that their beloved child has been swapped with a fairy, parents have plenty of bad luck to deal with, but a visit from a ch- fairy child can have even more consequences as some stories describe how changelings can suck good fortune right out of the household and even blaming changelings for a family's poverty, making the idea of getting rid of them even more attractive. Hmm. Uh, next one is your baby cries all the time, which now we know is colic. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, or, you know, other things too, but mm-hmm. still. Um... So at one time or another, all parents have experienced the feeling that their child never stops crying. Yes. <laughs> in changeling stories, though, it's not just a feeling. These fairy children may, in fact, always these these fairy children may, in fact, be always crying. Whether it's because they're from a fairy realm and missing their home, or because they're simply troublesome. According to one Swedish story, a particular changeling child exhibited incessant crying along with other telling symptoms, making it for the poor making it impossible for the poor mother and father to care for the child. Thankfully, unlike in some stories, this mother only threatened to do the baby harm rather than actually doing it, and the fairy mother returned the real baby before any harm was done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the next one, your child won't stop eating. <laughs> also, what happens if I don't stop eating? Yeah. Does that mean I'm a fairy? <laughs> I'm going to slap on some wings <laughs> and call myself a fairy. Because <laughs> I can't stop eating sometimes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> um... A young child naturally needs to eat a lot, but a changeling child seems to be unable to do anything but devour everything in sight, often to the detriment of its poverty-stricken mother and father. Um, A child who suddenly developed an increased appetite was even more suspect. In some stories, a mother would notice that something was different about her child precisely because it started having a ravenous appetite. By responding to a child's voracious eating with trickery, such as cooking in eggshells to provoke a baby's laughter... What? What the hell? Cooking the baby or cooking food in eggshells? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know that any of those would make the baby laugh. I'm confused. 
this doesn't make any sense. Some others would be able to expose the changeling and get their own baby back. What? That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, um, next thing, your child starts misbehaving. <laughs> well, that's just normal. <laughs> I mean, welcome to toddlerhood. Yeah. <laughs> also teen years. I mean, really. I know, <laughs> right? Um, so it says, numerous changeling stories describe how a child would have a sudden change in personality. Where a once thriving, good-natured child became a terror overnight or demanding extra food or simply misbehaving. Of course, all children misbehave from time to time, though some more frequently than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Changeling children, however, were often said to delight in the misfortune of others and to purposely cause it themselves, making parents all the more keen to get rid of them. Also, maybe your kid's just a sociopath. Like, Oh my god. You know? Yeah. like That could be a thing, too. <laughs> it could be a thing. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, the next one is, your child is unusually intelligent. Which... I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, though a child who didn't physically develop properly was the most common sign of a changeling, a child who learned too quickly was another sign that they may have been swapped with a fairy. <laughs> okay. Though this particular symptom of being a fairy usually accompanied several others, it was still a telltale sign in itself. In one story, after being told that her children were not in fact her own, a mother was instructed to listen to her children uh, talking to each other to see if they spoke about things they were too young to know about. Too much adult knowledge can reveal that a child is an immortal fairy, making it a good trap to expose the fairy swap. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what happens if your child just heard a conversation that you didn't know about? You know? Oh, like, yeah. You know, what? You know? <laughs> right. Uh, did you hear what so-and-so said? <laughs> the next one. Your child is aggressive or mean. Uh, not all children are perfect little angels, but changelings in particular have a reputation for being mean and even cruel. In one changeling story, the fairy in question uh, was prone to making mean faces and taunting people for no apparent reason. Or they were a middle schooler. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, really, out of, I gotta say, out of all of my school years, some of the kids in elementary school were horrible. Not all, but some. Mm-hmm. But middle school, man. Like, high school was great. Elementary school was okay for the most part. Middle school, though, kids are just mean. Like, they don't know who they are yet. By high school, they've kind of figured that out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, maybe not completely, but still, like, good grief. Yeah. Um, Elementary school was rough for me. I was really bullied. Yeah. And by my, like, group of friends. And I was just too shy to, like, break out of that. Yeah. But junior high was good. I mean, it was also vicious. Yeah. And so was high school, but it was much better than elementary school for me. Yeah. I think the the only th- reason why my high school years weren't, like, as awful as middle school was because it was a new school. And so mm-hmm. there wasn't any, like, I mean, everybody was in a new place. There yeah. wasn't, like, oh, my sister went here or whatever, so I'm popular. Or, like, yeah. oh, my brother went here, so, like, I know all these things or whatever. It was, like, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. So yeah. kind of even the playing field, I think. Yeah, um, that's really good. And, like, I wouldn't say that there wasn't, you know, drama or people didn't get along or whatever. But for the most part, like... From what I expected high school to be like, based off of middle school, it was, like, way better. Oh, that's good. So that's good to hear. It doesn't, I mean, it was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't as terrible as it yeah, could have been. Yeah, that's good. Um, 
Anyways, um, in addition to the other symptoms, fairy changelings tend to be rude, perhaps because they don't see the ne- need to be polite to humans. <laughs> what fuckers? <laughs> I know, right? God. <laughs> Jeez. Like, but here's the thing, is, like, when you don't have science to explain a lot of things, mm-hmm. like, it's immediately like, what sort of sorcery is this? I know, you know? Right? Like, I don't know, some people still do that in society. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> um, yes, they do. Yeah, ugh. Uh, so this one is your child is unusually withdrawn. Hmm. Um, children are expected to be playful and lively. So when one is particularly quiet or withdrawn, it can be a cause for concern. <laughs> like maybe they're just not that social <laughs> compared to others. You know, like there's a, I've known a lot of kids that aren't super, like there's clearly nothing wrong with them, but they're just more observant than yeah. like. I'm going to, like, I wouldn't say they're even, like, introverted. They're just like, I'm going to watch and see how this is going rather than I'm going to shove myself into the situation, you know? Totally. Um, Today we have medical diagnosis, uh, diagnoses for children who have trouble in social situations, such as autism, Asperger's, or obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, When changeling stories were popular, however, these symptoms were to be said, or were signed, these symptoms were said to be signs of a changeling child. Um, this connection may have also led to the prevalent myth that spilling seeds could be used to trap fairies who wouldn't be able to resist coming out of hiding to count them. Which I've heard before, like... Yeah, I've I think heard, I think there's a Supernatural episode that covers something like that. Yeah, yeah, or they're like... They, they do, yeah. The, they have to count everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> throw, like couple hundred seeds on the ground and they're gonna have to stop and count every single one right um so as with the other changeling signs that can now be attributed attributed to common medical conditions these myths shed a terrible light on how children's with how children (laughs) with conditions like autism and asperger's syndrome were treated so that was just really sad it was really sad but it is kind of like interesting it is you know like because a lot of times back in the day, you know, with all these different things that nobody knew what they were, how to deal with them, it was just like, well, I don't know what it is. Like, so let's just assume that it's something that it's definitely not. But, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. This is the only way I know how to explain it. So this is what it's going to be. Um, so what was your idiot or ass moment? <laughs> so my idiot moment. <laughs> We had to pause this because I had to go to the bathroom, okay? Right. So, you know, I'm in the bathroom. I come back out. I did not hear Lynn leave because the the staircase for the upstairs is right next to the bathroom. So usually, yeah. like, if you go upstairs, I can hear that you went upstairs, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, stairs creak and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. houses move. You hear things. And so... <laughs> I didn't hear any of that, or at least I wasn't paying attention to it if I did hear it. And I come back out into the living room, and, like, your blankets that you're all huddled up in were just kind of, like, still in the same shape that they were in when you were in them, but just, like, empty in the chair. In my mind, instead of going, oh, like, she went upstairs, or she's somewhere else, I immediately went to, oh my gosh, she disappeared. Listen, folks, it was almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh I was just God. like, where did she go? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. You know, it just, like, I really, it really confused me for a few seconds there. And then I felt really stupid because I was like, clearly she went she somewhere went, yeah. else. But, like, the immediate, like, knee-jerk reaction was, 
she poofed out of existence. <laughs> I'm glad that that was the most likely thing to you. <laughs> That's amazing. Or not, but you know, like, it happened. Yes. <laughs> I'm not proud. I was kind of an idiot. It's fine. I'm going to blame... It. I'm tired. <laughs> yes, I love it. Are you okay to drive home? Do you need to stay the night? I think I'm fine. Okay. I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I just blast music and, like, karaoke sing. Oh, yeah. you know, as totally. you get in the car. I'm pretty sure that a multitude of people have seen me karaoke singing in my car, like, mm-hmm. at stoplights. Right. I'm driving down the freeway, and I'm sure there's been more than one person that's just been like, what is that crazy person doing? Oh, no. <laughs> They're looking at you saying, that girl knows how to drive. She's having a good time. <laughs> or, because here's the thing, is I've seen other people doing the same thing, and I'm always kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weirdo. You know? <laughs> just know that you're bringing joy to all those people okay. by making them giggle. Sure, that's what it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at, with, whatever. It's They're fine. laughing. It's fine. It's all, all good. <laughs> so what is your idiot or ask what moment from this week? Okay. Well, after dinner, <laughs> me, Rochelle, and Killian, we went outside to go ride Killian's bike and go to the parks and whatever. So um, we go to the big kid park, ride his bike, almost die on the monkey bars. <laughs> We go to the little kid park and play on the toys and have a great time. And then it's time to go home. It's almost dark. So the light, it's a little bit dim outside. And Killian is riding his bike way ahead of us. And, like, that's okay. You know, he knows to look for cars backing out of their driveways and stuff like that. And he got way Not far ahead Not that he of... didn't almost run into the back of there like was, four trucks. There was a couple <laughs> trucks that were sticking out onto the sidewalk from their driveways. And we were, we were always like, Ehh. It was like inches. Yeah. And he's like swerving back and forth. As right. He's, he's got trading wheels on his little bike and he's, <laughs> he's using them. <laughs> so anyways, he gets way ahead of us and I'm like, that's fine. He, anytime he does that, he always stops at the end of the street, you know, where you need to cross the street. Um, he always stops and waits for me. Well, this time he doesn't. And, like, sped. Like, yeah. he was going. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he stopped, but then he looked. He looked for cars. I saw him, and then he went. But he knows he's not supposed to do that. He's supposed to he's wait. He's supposed to, to wait. Yeah, so he went on to the next street. And so I'm, like, walking faster and trying to get there. And Rochelle's like, I'm just going to run. And I'm like, do it. <laughs> so he goes and he tries to cross another street. Didn't really look that time. Just went no, for it he, he saw me coming after. Yeah, so then he thinks, he thinks, oh, we're playing a game. Rochelle's chasing me. Yeah, and you we're know? both like, stop! And we're both you yelling know? at him to stop. <laughs> and he fucking doesn't. And so... Rochelle takes his bike away from him, and he just gets mad. I'm like, I, like, grabbed him with one arm and grabbed the bike with the other. I'm like, you are separated from yes. this apparatus. Good. <laughs> and so then, like, I'm not even being mean about it, but I'm like, you're in trouble. You're not supposed to do that. And he gets all pissy pants with me. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the night, he was growling at me and telling me he's never going to talk to me again. And uh, just, Like, consistently. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to talk to you again. By the way, I'm still not going to talk yeah. to the kid. Like, okay. And I know it's totally a four-year-old thing to do, but yeah. God, he was just such an ass butt <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> just, oh, God. Yeah. So anyways, maybe he's turned into a changeling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it fits with the yeah, episode today, it does. which is kind of... Yeah. Marvelous. <laughs> yeah. Not just, marvelous that it had to happen. But. Right. I'm horrified that he was crossing the street. I mean, 
neighborhood streets, not like big road streets, but yeah. still, it's not safe. People speed in here a lot. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I thought you knew this, but apparently now you can't yeah, be trusted. Yeah, exactly, know? <laughs> exactly. I know he's yeah. just pushing his boundaries, but man, I just wanted to shake him. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> So we'll have to have a big talk tomorrow. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> but that's fine. Because you know fine. he's going to be a little pissy about that, too. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be like, oh, that's right. I'm mad at you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm not speaking to you. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. buddy. What do you want? Do you want ketchup? Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Do you want chicken nuggets? Yes. <laughs> yes I do. I'm not talking to you. I'm Give not talking food. to you, but also, can you do this? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.